Welcome to Improving Sales Performance, a podcast highlighting tips and insights aimed at helping sales organizations realize and maybe even exceed their goals. Here, we chat with thought leaders, experts, and gurus who have years of sales experience from a wide range of industries. This season, we are celebrating Women in Sales Month by talking to some amazing women sales pros. Joining me for the entire month of October is Stephanie Downs, SVP and Senior Consultant at the Center for Sales Strategy. She'll be sharing her insights along with our fabulous guests. I'm your host, Matt Sunshine, Managing Partner at the Center for Sales Strategy, a sales performance consultant. We're so proud to be celebrating Women in Sales Month. For all of October, we have an amazing slate of women sales leaders who will be sharing their unique insights. From offering advice for sales managers new or more experienced to discussing the anticipated landscape of sales in years ahead. When it comes to improving sales performance, these ladies know how it's done. I'm Stephanie Downs, Senior Vice President at the Center for Sales Strategy, and I'll be joining Matt Sunshine on the show for the entire month of October. Today, our guest is Nikki Harkrider, Vice President, Local Revenue Officer at Tegna. Nikki brings so many awesome points to the table, such as the importance of fostering a culture of engagement amongst your sales teams, having and maintaining your core purpose as a sales leader, and the power of staying resilient through the fatigue of change. All right, let's jump in. Stephanie and I are so excited about this conversation this morning. We have our questions lined up and we have an amazing guest. Stephanie, I'll let you let you start it off. Yep, perfect. Okay, so Nikki, thinking about the overall sales organization, what are three or four or five different things that you look at just to really to tell you, you guys are on track, that you know things are going the way you want them to be going? Yeah. Um, so I think what's interesting about that question, Stephanie, is the sales department. And um, so from a department, I think is so different than for, you know, a local sales manager, for instance, talking about what they look at for their AEs. Yeah. Um, so when I look at it through the lens of the department, mm-hmm. um, you know, I really look a lot at their, we have a dashboard that we look at. That is basically all the areas that we have responsibilities in as a team, their KPIs. And so when I open that dashboard and I see a lot of green, a lot of sellers with a lot of green in all of those responsibilities, that's my immediate visual that the department is healthy. Um, And they can be, a department can be making a goal, for instance. Mm -hmm. But when you open that up and you only have maybe a low percentage of sellers that are <laughs> creating that um, that performance on a team, that's, you know, that can be tricky because mm-hmm. it's really about the depth. It's yeah. about the amount of sellers, the percentage of sellers that are all experiencing mm-hmm. success. Mm-hmm. So the higher that percentage is in yeah. all their areas of responsibility, to mm-hmm. me, That really is a reflection of the high bar that Mm -hmm. sales department has. It's really a reflection of the depth on Mm -hmm. their team, which I think is super important. Mm -hmm. 
it's really a reflection of what a great place for a new employee to come in and learn. Yeah. You've got so many people to learn from. So I think that's super important today. And I think it's a reflection of a great culture. Yeah, I really do. Sure. I think when you see a dashboard with a high percentage of sellers with green, 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 that's a great culture. And, yeah. and I think that with everything we're going through, when you can have a great place to learn, when you have a high bar, when you have got a great culture and you've got depth, that's a healthy sales organization yeah. and they're doing great work. So when I look at it through the lens of the department, mm -hmm. that's really how I get a visualization mm -hmm. on how that is. Now, of course, when I go there, I can feel that. And you can see, yeah, that's right. You get a different perspective. <laughs> hey, let, me, let me follow up real quick. Um, so every single station, every single market has the same, I'm asking a question, has the same dashboard, the same KPIs, mm -hmm. the same tracking across the board. So as a leader, that's that makes it um, consistent to consistent. look at. Yeah. 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 That, that's a really, I think that's a really big point, the consistency of measure that's yep. going on across the board. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think to have consistency, you know, I will give you guys credit. There's been many a times where you're trying to identify and hire for a role. Mm -hmm. And I've always carried this with me from many years when I was at the station and working with you. And you would say, identify what you're looking for in that role and identify the questions yeah. you want to ask yeah. in the interview process that feeds to that need. That's and right. having the consistency of those questions across all candidates mm -hmm. really helps you um, mm -hmm. see what you're trying to see. So for me in this role, the consistency of that across all mm -hmm. of our stations is super, super valuable when you're looking at the health of the organization there in their local market. Yeah. So similar question, um, you know, to what you're looking at. And I like the way I like the word consistency because there, there's a lot to that. What else should sales managers be paying attention to? I mean, depth of obviously, you know, all of the team co contributing to the overall cause of the revenue numbers, right? right? But what are some of the other high priorities or big rocks that sales managers should be paying attention to? Yeah. So, Stephanie, I'm going to say, of course, all those things we just talked about, right? Yeah, We're going to be looking course. at all of that. Yeah. Um, but right now, I would be unbelievably focused on engagement. Yep. I think we are in such a difficult time. Mm -hmm. I have a ton of empathy for <laughs> the local leaders in the marketplaces post COVID, yeah. you know, post getting teams in a rhythm again, um, you know, from pre COVID mm -hmm. to today, so much has changed yeah. in our world. Nothing is the same. That's right. Um, and as you're trying to move forward in this really um, different environment with different requirements in our role, mm -hmm. you have got to be more engaged than ever. Yeah. And we've been separated. Um, again, we're not separated today, but there's yeah. still this different type of rhythm and an engaged team mm -hmm. that they're having to rebuild. Yeah. And so for me, if I'm a leader, I am focused on all those things we talked about before, but I am focused on engagement okay. in a very intentional yeah. way. And that is engagement with every person. And that's the engagement as a team, as a whole. 
That's right. And um, without really high levels of engagement and mm -hmm. recruiting for people that can share that same level of engagement with the right skill set that gives them the right opportunity and the belief in what we do and retaining people with high engagement um, without really pulling that through with new employees and retaining your star talent. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's, I think it's, that's really challenging. You've got to have high engaged teams with the right people. You absolutely do. It's always been important, right? I mean, that's always been important, but it's more important now than it's ever been before. Um, and you touched on recruiting. That's obviously a big need um, across a lot of, I mean, I know you deal with it, you know, yeah. at Tegna, but I mean, we see that across um, a lot of different companies that we deal with. So I'm curious, you made a comment about you know, everything has changed. Everything is different. And it is. We know the last two, two and a half years, things have changed drastically. When you think about a sales leader from three years ago, four years ago, five years ago versus a sales leader today, what do you have to have in a sales leader, um, you know, to be successful today? What is so important about that role now? Um. Yeah, so I, I think the sales leaders mm -hmm. have a lot on their shoulders. And yeah. so, um, you know, I'm a big, big person on purpose yep. and really, you know, having the strong level of core purpose in what you do. And so I think that those that still really have that every day in today, mm -hmm. um, that is helping them drive their teams themselves, et cetera, to the future because <clears throat> they're really committed. Yeah. And I think that that level of commitment that's necessary from leadership today, mm -hmm. you have a lot of people really um, needing that. They really need to, to see the strong sense of purpose and the commitment and the belief in what our future mm -hmm. can and will be. Mm -hmm. And you know, I do think because the the accelerated um, change that has happened and the uncertainty that's happened in the world, that leaders have an important role today yes. more than they ever have before. You know, yeah. they were leading people and leading performance and leading goals and yes, hiring people. But now they're creating a a vision for the future yeah. every single day. Yeah. Um, so, and they've got to be able to convey that vision and get buy-in on that vision and get people to come along with them. And they purpose is a good word and committed is a good word, but they've got to be able to really bring people with them. And that goes back to the engagement conversation you were having. Yeah. And you two know that one of my favorite words is galvanize. Yeah. I love the word galvanize. And I and I think that our leaders, I think the best leaders today are are not um they are resilient in the fatigue that has happened through all yeah. of the unbelievable change and they see all that as mm -hmm. opportunistic yeah. and they are able to galvanize their team through the right communication through having a strong sense of purpose through being truly truly committed and they're able to get everybody going to where they mm -hmm. see there's the possibility yeah. to go and i really believe that i absolutely <laughs> believe mm -hmm. the future is um, very optimistic. I think that mm -hmm. we absolutely can paint that picture, um, but it takes the mindset of a leader today 
to be able to do that. And so there's a lot of responsibility on leaders today because they have a higher responsibility than just skills and talents and goal right. performance. Yeah. They have a responsibility to galvanize teams. And people. Yes. yes. So if you were giving, I'm going to shift gears just a little bit. So if you were uh, talking to a group of brand new sales leaders in our business today, what advice would you give them? Some of what you just said, but give me a, give me more detail on that. Um, well, I think, and, and I had this conversation when I interview new leaders and, um, and I really, I, I think, I think that optimistic spirit is really important. I think attitude is really important. I think attitude is really important with sellers and leaders. Agree. Um, and the advice that I give them is just putting myself in the shoes of a seller and in the shoes of mm -hmm. um, what I loved as a seller and also what I found successful as a leader of sellers. Mm -hmm. And, and we talk about it all the time is if you can create an environment where people want to run through a wall for you and they would, then you, you've got high engagement. Yes. And I just think that that's harder to do unless you clearly see it. It's not that it's harder to do. It's about seeing how important that is. Important it's is. about seeing the role of that. And, um, you know, through earning their trust, their respect. And I think there's a lot of things like you got to, you've got to have people's back. You've got to earn their respect. You've got to show that you care about them and that they can trust you. And, you know, as long as you can create in that role, if you're a new leader, mm -hmm. you have a team of people that want to run through that wall for you because they trust you, they respect you, they know that you care about them, and you teach them, you bring them value every day, then that's the way to success. And again, Stephanie, I would say that that's a, that would have been the same 15 years ago. Forever. How <laughs> you yeah. do that is different today. Yeah. yeah. I've heard you... Oh, go ahead, Matt, and then I'll turn yeah. back in. Yeah, so I, I, I've been taking a lot of notes because... Because I talk a lot. No, no. Because <laughs> you have fabulous insight. No, because this information is is so good and, and, and so important. I, I want to recap some of it and give you an opportunity to um, expand if you want or, yeah. or, or um, add to anything here. But some of the things that I'm hearing you say is that you want to build a great place to learn, work, and grow. You want to have a great culture that, that as a leader, as a, as a sales leader, if you can have a great place to learn, a great place to work, a great place to grow, you're really going to have that culture. And one of the keys to that is consistency. It's not just a, hey, I read, a, I read an article, let's do this. I mean, it's more of a belief. It's more of a, yeah. let's get in. The other thing that you said, was that engagement should be the number one focus. Um, and I love that. Every person as well as every team, and you need to retain your star talent. I don't think we can emphasize that enough. And I love the way the way you put that together. I thought when you when you went on talking about commitment and that belief and that sense of purpose and that leaders today need to create, share, and convey the vision. And then the last thing that I took notes on that I wanted to highlight, because I, I really... I. I haven't heard you say this, and and I'm gonna I'll, uh, I'm gonna give you credit for saying it for at least a couple of times before I totally steal it and use it for my own. Um, <laughs> resilient through the fatigue of change, 
And boy, isn't that the truth? Like that's, that's truth right there. Resilient through the fatigue of change because there's been a lot of change. Yeah. (laughs) There's, there's no doubt. Right. I mean, everybody, we all know, I mean, we can't sit here. I mean, we're not, we're not teaching anybody anything to say, Oh, there's been massive change. We all know it. It, There's nothing that's really the same, honestly. So, um, I'm, I'm a big, I'm just a big believer in, you have to accept that. And part of acceptance, I believe is the resilience, Matt. So, you know, resilience through all the change that we've had and then seeing the opportunity in what's ahead. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just critically important. It's very important. Again, leaders play a very important role in that. And um, Stephanie, one thing I will add, and Matt, I will just say you're a great student. Those are amazing notes. You did That's a great right. job. Summarizing <laughs> your, summary, your summary was perfect. Yeah. Um, but I will say, Stephanie, you asked, you know, what's different than a leader had to have? And I was talking yeah. about the role of that galvanizing and, and all that we just talked about. But I I also asked, I mean, add this. Um, those that are have a lot of intuition or mm-hmm. really great instincts mm-hmm. um, have a very special way to lead that vision and lead their people in engagement today yeah. because it is reacting in this environment mm-hmm. is just not healthy. Yeah. Um, so understanding what's going on with someone when they haven't even said it. Yeah. Why are they struggling with activity in the environment today what's getting in their way the ability to connect and have great instinct with people for leaders today is absolutely critical in helping them solve their problems helping them grow helping them learn matt to your point and so i think instinct and intuition sure really important I think um, it is absolutely important, but I think it's also important for leaders. um, We know strong leaders have that just natural intuition and they need that. I think it's also important that leaders put some sort of routine or process in place to uncover some of that information as well. You know, it can happen in one-on-ones each week. It can be um, that they stop down and have a formal process where they're asking very specific questions to learn what people are thinking about, what's important to them, where they want to go in an organization, what their growth goals are. There needs to be a process in place to help support that as well. Don't you yeah, think? Totally agree. And, and yeah. I mean, I can, I don't say it a lot because I can't imagine not doing it, but listening is just so important yeah. and asking the right questions. Um, and, you know, when you're having a one-on-one and, and you're, I think I, I personally can't imagine doing those over a computer anymore. Um, I know we've yeah. all had to, but I don't I know, know how you connect with your people and really understand and have great intuition if you're doing that across a computer screen. Um, you know, we ha- we are in our markets with our people and we need to understand what's going on with our people. Sure. And there is body language. And um, I think there's a stat that 80% of what you're feeling or saying is actually through body language more than words. So um, picking up on that in person is another way when we're really trying mm-hmm. to be intentional about engagement, mm-hmm. you our connection with our, our people um, is mm-hmm. really important. So, you know, I think listening, asking questions, and they don't have to be really 
complicated questions. Not at all. They shouldn't be complicated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just really understanding and yeah. listening and, and being really intentional with that because the more that you can unlock what's mm -hmm. going on with an individual, their challenges, what's, you know, taking over their mind, their calendar, their worries, their successes, the more you're able to unlock the best in people. And um, so, and so I, the, I, I agree. So. Yeah. And I'll, I'll add a thought to that. And then I'm going to ask you a final question here. But I think it's once you do listen and you learn and you hear what it is, you got to respond to it and react to it. You mm -hmm. can't just hear it and not do anything about it because that would be the opposite of engagement. <laughs> yeah. And Stephanie, may I? Add yes. something before you get to your last question. Yes, of course. Uh, I'm actually in Atlanta, was with the Atlanta team last night. And one of the things that we were talking, so I will add this other, um, you know, point to, you know, great leaders today and something you really have to be intentional about is I think we have to be more clear on setting expectations. Oh, for um, sure. You know, so I think we've all done that. We've had roles and responsibilities. We all know what the expectations of a, of a, of a you know, position is. But um, I think in our environment today and as we're challenged um, with lots of different ideas on what creates success, mm -hmm. they should know the behavior, the activity, mm -hmm. the, um, what you're looking to see, what the cadence, what the process is, to your point. All of that needs to be crystal clear yeah. from the very beginning yeah. Yeah. and agreed upon in that commitment area that we were talking and about. And consistency and message. <laughs> yeah, because, and again, it's, that's not about, um, that's not from leading with a stick. Let me tell you all the expectations. That's about agreement. Um, sure. Here's what creates success. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. I know it. Here's what the role is. And are you are you highly engaged? Are you all yeah. in? Are you fully yeah. committed in doing that? Because I'm responsible for making sure I set you up for success and you're responsible for making sure you are. That's um, right. <laughs> and expectations really, really need to be key because nobody wants um, to go into a role and the expectations of anyone be false yeah. because that doesn't help anybody be successful for and sure. that doesn't help our organizations be successful. Yeah. So it's really important on setting expectations correctly. I think we could have an entire podcast. Conversation about that. <laughs> I think we could. That could be an entire episode on its own. And you use the, uh, the word agreement. And I think I've heard you say um, something similar to that quite a few times on alignment just alignment and expectations and alignment in the direction that um, that we're going. All right. Final thought. Um, so we know there's been a lot of change. Captain Obvious, right? So if you look out three, four, five years, how do you think sales departments are going to um, evolve over the next handful of years or changes that may come? Yeah. Any final thoughts on that? Yeah. So, I mean, I absolutely, I absolutely am excited and I absolutely believe that we are going to be even more advanced and um, more proven in being outcome-based selling. I think that is um, the way of our future. I think we have the opportunity to do that. And I think it's super exciting. So if I look forward to that, I'm just excited to continue on that road. Um, I love 
that how that ties back to our purpose. And our purpose is really helping businesses and brands grow. And so having proof in the outcomes of that is mm -hmm. so rewarding. Um, and what what better um, job could you be in that you're actually able to help change people's lives? That's so true. having that tied in in a even further, more mm -hmm. consistent and more powerful way is mm -hmm. an awesome part of what I think the next three to five years yeah. are and can look like. And I would also say that, you know, as we've all gone through transformation and there's, you know, some of our sales organizations have gone through that very, very effectively and very mm -hmm. fast and are continuing to grow in that. And some others self-admittedly would say they're still challenged with that. I um, think three to five years, you can't still be challenged with that. No. <laughs> you really have to be all in in that. You so, got to be all in. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's what I would say are the two biggest things is, you know, outcome based. And then you've got to really be able to look in the mirror at your department and say, we've got we've got the people and the purpose in all the things we're trying to do. And we're not still trying to transform. We're always going to be transforming, but of we need course. to get through that hurdle for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And I don't think we have, yeah. Do you have one more question or no? You're no. All right. So Nikki, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. We, so, we really, really appreciate it. Um, if anyone is interested in connecting with Nikki, um, we'll have her contact information, her LinkedIn and connection and everything in the show notes. You can go and grab that there. Um, Nikki, was, were you going to say something? No, I would just hope, you know, awesome. I love that plug. Thank you, Matt Sunshine. But I would just say also, you know, for anyone that's listening to this, I mean, I really hope all those things for all of the, you know, yeah. all of our competitors and all of our companies yeah. in this industry, I think together we can really, you know, create an amazing industry together for the future. And, I, and you know, that's what I would hope. So, you know, also um, connecting with me for specific anything on Tegna, but, you know, also I just really hope that this is an industry, you know, passion that we all share because together we can be stronger for um, what we, what opportunity we have in our communities. Absolutely. Rising tides lift, lift all, all boats. boats. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. We look forward to seeing uh, everyone on our next episode of the Improving Sales Performance uh, Podcast. Awesome. Matt and Stephanie, as always, thank you for having me, number one. And thank you for, you know, sharing those passions that we talked about today. Really appreciate yeah. you guys. This has been Improving Sales Performance. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, join us every week by clicking that subscribe button. For more on the topics covered in the show, visit our website, thecenterforsalesstrategy.com. There, you can find helpful resources and content aimed at improving your sales performance. And if you'd like to connect with any of us, including today's guests, please do. You can find our contact information in the show notes. Until next time, get out there and sell.